Sunshine comes in July. Sunshine comes in July. Sunshine comes in July. Sunshine comes in July. In the real world. July. 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 With cars. July. And houses. July. 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 And time. July. July. There lived two bohemian housewives. With deep Midwestern roots. Then one day. They were airlifted. Sunshine comes Sunshine comes in July and rain, rain, into rain, 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 of Crown Heights, Brooklyn, Lauren Besser. Doctor. Becca Claver, PhD. I love you. I love you. And cheers. Cheers to your birthday, my lovely queen. How are you feeling? Solar return, coming back around the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. It's true. Solar return, coming back around the sun. Sunshine comes in July. <laughs> Sunshine comes in July. First of July. There it is. There it is. Number one. Sunshine, B-Day. Number one. Double B-Day. All the B-Days. All the friends. You know? And so it's like there's been a lot of sunshine this July. America's B-Day right after yours. America's B-Day is right up there yep. with my B-Day. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of celebrating around the time of your birth, which is fun. Yeah. yeah. It's maybe like why you love solstice. a party so much. Yes. Say more. Say more. Maybe it's why you love a party because like you, you came into a celebratory time of that is, the year. Can you... Let's save that thought. And I think <laughs> yeah. that is actually such a good insight. Sure. Such a good insight. I'll yeah. get into it a little later. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So here I am back in Brooklyn. Here she is. than I expected. Ladies and gentlemen, thank the good <sighs> goddess above. We weren't we got sure. Her. We Cheers again. Cheers again. Sure. I just. When the last about time you. we would cast in person would be the last time. Maybe we bluffed a little and we were like, hey guys, it won't be that long. Yeah, but we weren't sure. But. Let's be honest, it was mid-May. Yeah. It's now early July. And we... So, it's been a while. It's been a minute. And, and we like, appreciate your patience. In that time, I was like, <laughs> May, I don't know when I'm going to be back in New York again. And then it was like, just very clear that I needed to be back immediately. Yeah, pretty immediately. There was an option... Um, I was just in Wisconsin, mm. the greatest state in the union. Mm. I've re you reclaimed it. I reclaimed it. I gave good. it back, Thank which you. felt good. Thank it really you. felt good. It yeah. felt good to do it because it just needed to happen. At least for my own. I, heart. Yeah, I think it's just true, and it you is. Know, that's not to say times aren't tough. It's you know things are going to change, and I think Wisconsin might lead the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I think I th- Becca was considering coming here for the day of her birth, July first. And I threatened to end our friendship mm-hmm. because I was going to be out of town. And I took that threat really seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, so, thought, I decided, no fucking way. No way. I can't do it. Am I going to risk that? That would be a bad birthday no, no. present. Yeah. So and I here I am it. one weekend later. And it's such Perfect. a... I can't even... Perfect. It means so much to me because... As we all know, Dr. Claver, PhD, is one of my favorite humans on the planet who brings sunshine into even the darkest days. And I'm so deeply grateful that she's my friend and my fellow housewife. 
in Bohemia, outside of Bohemia, around Bohemia, on top of it, under it. <laughs> all so all around the different way directions Bohemia. of Bohemia that one can travel. I want to travel with you. Absolutely. That's why I'm here. And yeah. I'm just gonna keep coming back. Yeah, I want I need it <laughs> every and I, excuse all I the time. Make, every excuse. I, every I can single one. So don't so, worry out there. Yeah. Everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be just fine. And Bohemian House Whiffery is evolving. It's all as it always has been, and yeah. we're gonna talk more about that today. Yeah, we'll talk about we've it got in the future. Like we have a lot of ideas about like what what even this project is to begin with, and how yeah, it we, can help all of us think about reinventing our our ways of life. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. yeah. It's interesting. We've had we used to have more conversations about the questioning what the project was. Mm-hmm at the beginning Mm -hmm. but now 62 episodes in we haven't three years later is that right three around that coming up is we're coming up on on three right three right wait what yeah we are coming up on season three we're in season two no we're in season three now 2014 is when it started okay 2015 2016 and now we're coming up on season four Wow. I, it's also so shocking that we have seasons. And, all, and also, like, somebody's going to send us an email like, you guys don't know what you're talking about. You've been doing it for ten but, months. But I know, I've been, I know I've been entering it all into the metadata, so I'm positive. It's, it's legit, you know. Well, whatever it, yeah, whatever it is, it's been a glorious ride. Mm-hmm. And we've gone, we've become completely different people. Which is another thing yeah. too that you guys I don't, may not have noticed, but we noticed about each oh, other. I bet, I bet yeah, we like become completely different people with completely different lives. Yeah, it started. Did it? Did, oh, I was just I was just going to make a hugely bold statement and say, did it start when uh, for me maybe when I started dyeing my hair? Ooh. Remember when you were the dark one I was and the I was dark the light haired, one? Uh huh. And then all of a sudden we were just both. Blonde Bohemians. Blonde Bohemians. As Together one as is. one. As one might be. As you were. As <laughs> as I was, as I always had in my heart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wonder. So then the evolution begins. Yeah. Yeah. With hair color. Mm-hmm. So as per usual. Lauren, I know that oh. you have a lot of ideas about oh, okay, like sure. what's gonna happen on the podcast today. Tonight. I was gonna give and a load rundown. Would you mind just yeah, no. like letting everybody know <laughs> <laughs> like, what's gonna happen? And yeah, why no, that sounds how. great. Yeah. yeah, that sounds great because listen, we've got uh, everybody's favorite uh, lawyers. Lawyers, the lawyers <laughs> are on. Lawyers are on. Lawyers are on the show. Uh, Sean Sebastian and Austin King mm-hmm. are dedicated best friends and in-house lawyers. lawyers. In-house lawyers. They're, they represent, they represent us. us. They <laughs> represent us. <laughs> Individually. And together. Collectively. Yeah, together. And, and, and for each of us. And, and, and against, against us. Each other. <laughs> There's you know all sorts of ways. Like, you know it, could, it could really go in any direction. <laughs> You could go in a lot of possible directions, right. which is what right. keeps it which interesting. Is, <laughs> which is one of the reasons because, why people love that. Yeah. Why. And, like, yeah, I have to say, like, Sean told me earlier tonight that, like, he feels like he enjoys his lawyer role. His lawyer very... Be- because... Yeah. What, what did he say? I don't know. He was just like, because I can kind of, like, you know... Advise, maybe? 
He's a no, good advisor. No, it was more like it was more like he was admitting that he was like slacking off. Oh, you know? well, then he's got to start. We got to give him some legal puzzles to work. <laughs> so on. So let's give him some yeah logic puzzles. Let's yeah. Give him, <laughs> let's give. <laughs> let's toss an else at work. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's how it remembers too much. Like, yeah, yeah, like fill in some yeah. grids. <laughs> fill in some grids Fill in a couple grids, yeah. yeah. Give them some graph paper. See what happens if yeah. is asked to fill in some grids. Right. So, so okay. So, okay, so they're off. <laughs> okay, right, right. So we've got our lawyers, Austin uh, and Sean. We also have one random guy we know uh, who will be revealed later. And we have never had a guy mm-hmm. on the podcast before. Only our lawyers, Sean and Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin is the reason why we know each other. Becca is Austin's high school best friend and I and middle school. Yeah, eighth yeah, grade. eighth grade uh, best friend and beyond. And I am the college best friend and beyond. And we all moved here together just to give you a little history of what the what the fuck RHB is about. And here they come, the gentlemen. Okay, I'm just giving the all breakdown, right. gentlemen. Thank you so We're much for joining. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got. We got our lawyers and one random guy we know. Uh, feel free to sit on the couch and chill. We'll call you up when you're when we're ready. Great. And uh, We've I been recording for like ten minutes. Ten minute record mm-hmm. so far, and it's great. These are um, so you know that we don't. Uh, I in particular often don't trust dudes. I don't like them, and so when I do, you know that you can trust that they are the coolest dudes on the planet. Uh-huh. I think. But that I think mean, that doesn't mean they don't mansplain something. Okay, well, I would. You know what? That's they're still men in America, and we all come from. <laughs> it's how they were raised. It's it's we live in the same. I patriarchy have internalized hurts men int- too. We I, know absolutely. It. We know I it. have internalized patriarchy. Maybe most of all, massage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Everyone seems to find that really funny. <laughs> Let me just propose. Let me just propose. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I look forward to hearing it. I think it da- is damaging. Probably equally. Okay. I feel like I've been getting a lot of giggles in response to this proposition. Well. But let me just propose All right. that patriarchy hurts men most of all. John, <laughs> okay, we, let's get a, let's get a lawyer's opinion. Oh, so okay. Please, please welcome Sean. <laughs> Wait a minute! All of a sudden, the reins. I've lost the reins. Come, please join me, Sean Sebastian. Becca, I feel like this is. Uh, what do we? I need this you here. Not, no, is, I need you here. I'm here. I need I'm here. so Sean. Uh, I, I propose your legal opinion. On that, because I saw you do a snake dance when you heard it, (laughs) with a move with the arm Mm -hmm. straight down and a little bit of a weakness of the knee and and a kind of uh, resistance to it. I think. Okay. So to review, I I propose the idea that patriarchy hurts men most of all, and everyone died laughing. (laughs) Let's go from there. We were laughing because what you said was incorrect. How, how, how so? <laughs> that's, 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 that
That's our lawyer. That's the RHB fucking way. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. the RHB. That's our legal opinion. That's Austin, right. Do you that's have right. A legal and if you opinion that you that's want right. And if you seconds. ever, if you ever want to be a guest on our show, that's the only, only right answer, you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> so now that you fucking understand how I guess we feel he about the dudes, test. Okay. Yeah, all right. This group of Go gentlemen. On. I already feel. We had to turn the AC down, and I already feel hot. Um. Okay, so we're going to bring up our uh, the gentleman in a little bit um, just to ask him a couple questions in a game show called <laughs> Mansplaining Bohemia. Mansplaining Bohemia. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Are you ready? Are you ready to play? Uh, looks like Austin came to play. Austin uh, King seems to be. <laughs> yeah, Austin's the fr- already the front runner. Um, okay, Becca. I think that before we get started, I want to focus back in really quick on something very important to both of us. What is going on with James fucking Franco? I'm so glad what you asked. What is going on? I'm so glad you asked because we have no idea. That's There's right. no trace of him on the internet. What could this mean? What does it? What is it about? He's just kind of disappeared from Since virtual when? life. Have you d- taken note of like... When that happened, where he sort of like, was it when we realized that he blocked us? <laughs> we we prayed to God. <laughs> we prayed to God and the goddess that James Franco blocked us, but it turned out he had just deleted his Instagram. His Instagram. Well, and it, I think it might have been because he had blocked us. He couldn't take any Instagram anymore because of it. We asked other people to double check to see if James Franco was still on Instagram and they said no. Oh. Which <laughs> broke our hearts because we really hoped we had gotten a special direct, a special direct block. block. <laughs> which we actually thought was sort of like an artistic nod. Sort of like, like a, I get like, it. I see you guys. I see you guys. And I'll let Tag, you... Tagging me on your <laughs> <laughs> Can you stop it? <laughs> We really thought we had finally, we had finally, like, gotten through. <laughs> we thought we had finally gotten through. But and now he's gone. No, he's, he's in the ether. That's not what the happened. The ethers of the internet, he has faded into, he doesn't even, and is this an artistic move in and of itself? Becca, you're a PhD, I need a little info on, is this a work of art Absolutely. Br- disappearance is always a work of art. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. And yep. how do you think that this disappearance is going to benefit his longevity <laughs> as a James Franco being the original James Franco? When you're that visible. Who was never the original one. When you're that visible, what's the ultimate superpower? Invisibility. Goodbye. Right? That's right. Okay. So the, every celebrity must want invisibility as their superpower. If you're James Franco, you can just kind of have it because... You just decide. You just decide, I'm going to disappear. I, but I here's actually my real theory about this. I have a legitimate theory that I'm not joking about, which is that he's getting his PhD in English at Yale University and has been for several hell. years now. And I think James Franco is trying to finish his dissertation because I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. And I think he might be trying to finish his dissertation and just had to shut everything down in order to get the discipline to do yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my real theory. I wonder what his dissertation is I think we're going to find out that yeah. James Franco has been writing his dissertation He's for the last busy. year. He just shut it all down. Shut to it focus down. and do it. And he didn't want to talk about it to the public. But that's, I think, what's actually going on. 
Wow. He's Thank been you. showing up. He like he used to post on his Instagram like photos of him with his like professors after his oral exams and things like that. Like he's been doing a PhD. Fulfilling his PhD. Mm-hmm. Well, good for that's him. That's my theory. I hope that's I really do hope that's the case because if it's some sort of drug abuse or sadness what? or any sort of other reason that I'm really bummed for him because you know all my feelings towards him. I love him. No. I want to make. I hope that this is a creative, plentiful time for him. That's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So, do you think it's time to give the? I have to tell you something, really quickly. So, I've talked about the bells yeah. at Saint Teresa back those, here. Those are your bells that you hear. Yes. How many times a day? Twice. Well, from eight to eight. But the songs are noon to six. I was reading some old writing that I had done in Chicago. And outside of my old bedroom, you could see the like basilica that you could see from I-94 in Wicker Park in Bucktown, which I haven't thought of in a long time. And I would like looked at it every day and could hear those bells too. And it is also St. Teresa. And like I just really need to remind myself publicly to enter into a space of reading some fucking St. Teresa because I think she is asking me to connect with her. St. Teresa of Avila? Uh, yes. Exactly. There's some like weird Gertrude Stein plays about her. And she's the mystic. Like she's yeah. gotta, I gotta just listen. So hold me accountable. I'm gonna witch. send you some weird shit. Okay, please do. <laughs> please yeah. do. Okay. Thank you. I just needed to say that. Yeah. Alright. So what time is it? Time for... Ba 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 Mansplaining Bohemia. We have some questions. We have a couple questions. They're basic questions. They're really basic questions. And we're going to kick it off. Who you choose. Is anyone interested in... Is that, we have a studio audience. Most of, aggressive mansplainer in the room. Who wants to be the first and most aggressive mansplainer? Austin King, Esquire. Austin. Austin. Coming in. Uh, Austin, welcome to the show. Austin, we've known you a long time. We know, we, and we've, Have we known Austin as a bohemian? I would say yes. Absolutely. His hair was long. He only wore Hawaiian print shirts. <laughs> there were other things, too. He had a patchwork backpack. And it had holes in it. It definitely had holes in it. Uh-huh. There were political cartoons drawn about him. Yes, there were. He was the youngest city council president in the history of the fine city of Madison, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been a good friend to all. Certainly in this room. So, uh, and everyone else in the whole entire world. So great. So here we go. <laughs> so, Austin and I went to see En Vogue and SWV and Belbim DeVoe for his birthday mm-hmm. recently, which was the best. And I just wanted to shout that out, honoring our sisters En Vogue. <laughs> Austin, you come to us with quite a pedigree. You come to, with a very bohemian pedigree. And we're pedigree. impressed. However, uh-huh. <laughs> however, we're not sure how you really understand bohemia and if you understand it at all. 
<laughs> Back up. Okay, so one of our okay, if you it's this way, it's it's hold up. Yep. Uh-huh. There you go. And Any thoughts? I think what Becca's trying to say is That's the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> to the mansplainer, you know? It's a challenge. What define your idea of Bohemia? Um, Bohemia has a place sense about it. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I wouldn't use the word colony. It's a little odd. That was the Merriam-Webster. Uh-huh. Um, but it's like a community. And community tends to have a place-based aspect. And uh, it's a community that distinguishes itself from the rest of society with certain practices um are you just repeating that <laughs> <laughs> i listen to it on the bus <laughs> austin let's be clear let's be clear you seem to be just parroting back our own definition of bohemia because you just listened to the last episode on the i bus. didn't even know is that what you just did yep oh he's such a sneaky friend What's up, Lily? <laughs> and I credited you for the explanation I gave, which is the way you don't mansplain. Oh, you credited us once. Oh, I just said I listened to your episode on the bus. De- Only when I called you Austin. Yeah, let me get there. That was <laughs> okay, fine. so... Fine. He's so I mansplained sneaky. mansplained it. No, that was sneaky. That was... I like it. It was sneaky, but it was... Uh, because that's a classic translator move to be like, actually, <laughs> I read your book about it, and, and like, here's how I'm just gonna tell you what you said in your book so that you think like I'm really smart, but it's actually me stealing your ideas. That is the OG men explain <laughs> yeah. things to me, yeah, <laughs> as I just explained to you. That's what you read, you read it, sold it, yeah, for your oh, oh, you like sold it, <laughs> you assigned it. <laughs> What do you mean? You were never in my class. Uh, feminist reading group. That's cool. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think that. So okay, give us your own personal fucking definition of what Bohemia yeah. is. I think Does it was hippies. A line that you think of it as hippies. And the thing that they're all hanging out together in the. They're park. playing. You were doing hacky sack. Yeah, playing hacky sack. I played I a lot of hacky sack. I Seriously, like nineteen sixties. You don't think of like the the thirty, the twenties, or the 30s. And totally, so, and every generation before it, right? But there's always like a, it's a different, a different. So, it changes but, but every no, generation. tell me what your Bohemia is. Okay, that's okay, that's the better question. What is your What is your Bohemia? Bohemia? And you guys have other questions too, Think so about don't it. get too. Think about it. But also, don't get too comfortable with them because there might be other questions that you we never don't know even where heard this about. Is going, so. <laughs> okay. So in 2017, mine is people who like reject all of the systems of oppression, not just one of them. So like anti-capitalist, heteropatriarchy, cis-normativity, the, bell, the be- people who have maybe red bell hooks is like a good first step and then the people who try to act that way um, which is a small community and it's hard to do it because of the way that society is structured so you have to like be intentional about who you spend time mm. with and you have to have lots of potlucks that's a really beautiful answer oh uh, that was a great so bohemia is a lot of potlucks yeah Ugh. oh good yeah. see this is you know what you know what I, I just want to like we try to you I know, try we try to act like 
men don't have anything valuable. To I just want to, like, it's not that I stand corrected and I want to make sure that no, everybody no, no. knows yeah. that. But, like, I just, there are, like, as I've said, I mostly hate men as an umbrella idea, as an umbrella theory. But the individual. How many people in here hate men as an umbrella theory? Every, every, everybody raise that raised their hand. So, so, so okay. So and then, yeah, exactly. A lot of them are up. <laughs> and it's also like, but then the individual men that I know, like, I deeply love and care for because they say things like that and, like, see where it's at. Like, I, Austin, on your birthday two years ago when we saw Bela Fleck, I was like, I didn't know where to put my... Uh, drink when we were going out to smoke and you were like oh like put it under the chair and I was like oh I don't know but then it's out here and somebody and you said when we went to go smoke you were like I would never I just never think about that like I would just put my drink wherever and it was such a they absolutely can. can they absolutely can and that's I mean this is a way that patriarchy hurts men it makes us oblivious to risk and totally excessively risk taking I mean, mm-hmm. men die many years younger than women still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you think? I mean, there are, we know why. Right? It's like different kinds of occupations. Coal miners tend to be men. They tend to get the black lung disease, that kind of thing. It's because they're not as strong or and smart. The, and men avoid medical care. <laughs> men don't get prostate <laughs> exams. That's right. They get them to the doctor. Yeah, they don't go to the doctor. They don't do all that stuff. Dudes, take care of yourself. It's a tragedy. I, I think I coined the phrase on... Um, an earlier episode with Sean uh, smash patriarchy get a raise okay to describe the ways men benefit especially if they're in a heterosexual partnership because you know if you ended the wage gap mm-hmm. anyway so it's the same thing it's like smash patriarchy live Ugh, live but that's forever. such a like the patriarchal fountain, the fountain way of, youth of, is justice. of selling equality is like you get a fucking raise by being the fountain of youth is justice is I mean how long did Nelson Mandela live People who go to prison don't live. Oh, fucking! <laughs> no, living a good and ethical life in a small community where you uh, you strive for a better world is good for you. Right, I understand what you're saying, and like I get it. I do think that like believe and, and hope and believing that like things will change and working towards it, it probably does in ways sustain so, someone. Austin thinks Bohemia to is hippie culture. So like, Counter like anti capitalist culture, yeah. So the, like the key is being anti capitalist. That's the thing you said first of all in term, like in your strings of terms. It's the it's the rarest of them. So it's the and it's the hardest to execute. How do you? How does one do it? Like never live fully. in America. Join a co op, right? You could live in cooperative housing. A lot of people still do that. I've always done that, and that's always been a source of bohemia, right? These like communes. That's. Like, have you met people raised on commons? It's not my thing. I like cities. Cities are also a <laughs> hub of the Bohemia, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you have so many people that you have, everyone can subdivide their interests and like mm-hmm. get really specialized. Like there's what probably three different feminist bookstores in Manhattan alone, and so you don't religious. identify as a Bohemian. I'm Bohemian curious. <laughs> <laughs> Like, okay, thank you, Austin. Thank you, Austin. That was wonderful. We appreciate your time. Austin we appreciate King, your time. That was wonderful. Manslating Bohemia, guest number one. We've learned a lot. We've learned a we've, lot. We've been humbled. Yeah, we have. I don't know if this is so much a game show. You as, I know, I did. I did. I 
I wanted it to have more of a game show feel, but honestly, spiritual journey. I like this spiritual journey way more than I like game show. I think it's a spiritual journey. Yeah, as RHB usually is, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, are we going to, do you want to call up our next next contestant? Well, I don't know who's next. Oh, <laughs> oh Sean's ready. Sean's ready. Uh, Sean Sebastian, Esquire, our second lawyer. Happy with his position as lawyer, not looking for any other position, which is good. Which is good because That's we great. have a producer. We already have a producer, we have directors, producer writers, all along. All along. And hosts. Um, Sean is the other only dude that we've ever had on the cast. Uh, the only other person was Austin, who you just heard from. So here we are. Uh, and here I'm going to give. Making exceptions again. Making exceptions <laughs> because turns out dudes aren't all terrible. It I, turns out, like, a lot of times they're not. And it's mm-hmm. shocking every time it happens, at least for me some, sometimes. Not every time. It's just. Well, anyway. It doesn't happen really. Like. I don't know. I've been surprised Every recently three years. <laughs> <laughs> about. Do you know what I mean, though? But if you get a good interaction with a dude, like once every seven hundred days, it feels good. Like you feel like refreshed and 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 open to the world. <laughs> you kind of reset. <laughs> That's right, actually. Seven hundred days. That's, yeah, I can feel that in my. Doesn't it? Just like I. I must be day two hundred. I'm really craving it. Um, no, but it's, I, I don't have to wait 700 days when I've got guys like you around. It's yeah. great. It, it's, I get to, so anyway, that's why you get, you've had the great honor of being on the cast. I have a different question for you. Um, what is your definition of housewifery? <laughs> <laughs> Cheers also. I love you and also you. Yeah. You. Learning to find joy in the necessary tedium that it requires, that daily life requires. That's what my dissertation's about. It's great. (laughs) Multiple snaps for that. Talk about like Mm -hmm. brevity of words, like that. Is that the right way to say that? Brevity of language? That's a good definition. Yeah, that was great. In improv, you want to do that, like, set it up in one sentence. Like, here it is. Like, got it. Nailed it. That was beautiful. So, like, to what extent Talk do you about, engage yeah. in housewifery? Great question. I'm so bad at housewifery. Tell us what you're bad at. Yeah, tell us what you're bad please, at. Please, please, please. And then uh, find one thing that brings you joy in the house. You're the best that I've ever had. Lily's being very chill in the, in the chair. Give us some examples. But serving honesty. <laughs> like serving straight honesty. Like head shake. Nah, he is bad. Um, there's like... It's not even examples. It's like core. <laughs> Just like... It's so... It's an essential part of who you are. It's not... It's an unfortunate... Essential. It's a, an unfortunate part of who I am. Is it so, like how know. I feel about, about the dishes? What, what about yes. It? Where it you is. look at the dishes and you're like, that will take me forever <laughs> and that is terrible and I'll just like leave it for tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. That's, Every day. Yeah. Okay, but wait. What about Jumanji? What about Squeeze it? me? <laughs> <laughs> Lily knows what I'm saying. Jumanji. Oh, I know. Jumanji. Are you a, do you have a green thumb? Oh yeah, I do. I do. Yes. How yeah. many plants do you have? I have too many to count. 
Uh, like what is what is that? like? Is Give it, us a, is yeah. It is it twenty? Is it double yeah. digits? Scores Do- hundreds. <laughs> no, double digits, not scores. <laughs> I don't know. It could be scores forty. Dozens. Uh, not dozens. Maybe two dozen. Maybe two, two dozen. twenty-four two dozen. plants. Yeah. So I have plants. Damn. So how does that fit into house whispering? Yeah. Talk about it. I feel like it fits in. So what I love about it is like oh. you put like there's a seed or a plant or whatever and you don't really do anything you put it in sun and water and it like turns into something and it's like you get to watch all of these things like become themselves yes you get to watch all these things become themselves keeps 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 it up with the sentences with the crafted sentences sentence work you're putting work into those and I love it I'm very into it I think that's like what caretaking is you know watch things become themselves and you get out of the way sort of but also do things I think like they wouldn't be there if you weren't there watering like you have to take care of them right like it doesn't just happen but it does just happen also right it does like I one of my plants Gladys I she was only had three stalks and I got she was being thrown away by my neighbors who were moving out of my first apartment in Chicago the one on Hoyne and Moffitt and I was like, oh, no, friend, you're coming with me. Like, absolutely not. I'm not. There's no way. And I loved her and gave her water, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Just water. And she had, like, she over, I mean, she was so big that it was a little too much. Mm-hmm. And then now she's, like, manageable. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she's great. She's in the ritual room. Good old Gladys. Mm-hmm. She just happens without a lot from me. Mm-hmm. Just like keeps going at it. Sunshine, water, I'm alive. Mm-hmm. So like why would one opt out of house Whiffery? Like what's, why? The, what's the... I mean like because you can. <laughs> like because you do. Like so when I'm living privilege. by myself. Privilege. privilege. When privilege. I'm like by myself, when I was living by myself and like when like Lily's traveling, it's like... I live in squalor. Like I have, I have, I have a high tolerance for squalor. So do I. So do I. Yeah. I do too. I live in absolute squalor. The only reason why I don't is because I have been having guests come over, and it's like if I and a lot of the people in this room have seen it in squalor. So are you saying like Bohemia and Housewifery are actually like? kind of opposed to one another. I think Bohemia because and Squalor are one in one. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if, you, if you are a housewife and you are keeping house, there's one thing. And then if the housewife is gone, you live in squalor and that's Bohemia. I'm just saying, are these like terms so have these terms just like been in like right tension yeah. all along. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I had my own definition of Bohemia. Oh. Which is Oh well nobody asked please. you. <laughs> but <laughs> mansplain it for us. And yeah. now all right, all right, and now right. it's time fun, for ba da ba da ba da ba da mansplaining Bohemia. That part where nobody asked you a question and you decided to provide your answer for it. Go ahead. <laughs> Take up the time and space okay. on our female raw and female driven go. podcast. Go. go ahead. <laughs> So, um, and so I said that Bohemia is what freedom feels like. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, when it feels, when you feel free, like, you can do anything, like, there are no limitations, etc., all of those things, like, that's a good feeling. what freedom feels 
<laughs> and then what freedom feels like. That seems to me like housewifery is a good way freedom. to try to integrate that, like the daily necessities of okay, like, finding, right. finding joy freedom and joy in, in yeah. the daily necessities. Uh-huh. Of life. Like what right. it takes to like. Well, then if that's the case, I'm not a bohemian housewife. <laughs> if that's what it is, then I it's am what we aspire the antithesis to be, of it. Is it what we aspire <laughs> to be or is it what we exactly are? Oh, that's a good question. Because I think that, because isn't there a way of reclaiming housewifery as squalor? Like, mm. this is where my magic is. I like the mice kind of talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. I like the mice. It's like. I'm. I can use them for spells. No, I mean, I I don't know. I just, there's something, because I feel like the, the podcast, I'm in the, the wild, and the podcast, like, has shown me, like, I am a bohemian housewife, and it is something, a project that we've taken on, mm-hmm. and most of the time that we have been creating it, I have been living in the squalor of anti-housewifery, I guess, mm-hmm. and this is all blowing my mind right now. I feel crazy, but it's true. I have a fuck housework poster that Mandy, honoring our sisters, sent me, and there was no note. I was like, who, did I order this, like, late in the middle of the night, or did it just, like, so, uh, that's how I feel, fuck housework, Mm -hmm. and maybe that's my, I I take care of my plants, Mm -hmm. I... Because it's something productive that grows. It feels like maintenance is so hard to do. It's true. I like to change where my artwork is on the walls mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> a lot. I like to make teas sometimes on occasion. Not a lot, guys. Don't get too excited about it. But anyway, do you have any follow-up questions for Sean? I just feel like Owen's really downplaying her. My housewifery? housewifery. Do you think so? Oh my god! But if I don't like housework you or if I enjoy it, room, you have oh, yeah. poly on the wall. You are you see, really there's different ways. You are like putting your stones out really in the moon and doing tarot and ritual. Well, now and... we're defining housewifery in a different way, I guess. Yeah, because that's not a way to find joy and yes, freedom in every day. You're right. Maybe it? I'm talking about Bohemia. You I'm like about Bohemia. this is the mm-hmm. like you spend so much time in your apartment and you think so much about. Yeah, right. Like okay, you're right. That I stand corrected. Mansplained again. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's true, though. It's true. You're right. You're right. I am downplaying my bohemian housewifery. But I think separating the terms is a genius move. And, like, we've got to really consider the fact that bohemian and housewifery are opposed to one another. And we've just been trying to work out that tension for 62 episodes. 62 episodes. <laughs> We solved it, Sean, Sebastian, thank you, uh, lawyer. Sean. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was beautiful. Many snaps, many snaps. So we're doing. I, I really like this uh, this flow we've got going on right here. We're doing a good um, mansplaining Bohemia game show. <laughs> we thought it was a game show, but it turned out to be a spiritual journey. journey. Ding, <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> Which there's yeah go yeah grab a beer do your thing yeah this is I'm having a blast Becca are you thank God thank I mean, God Des and God all of them above it's um yeah yeah it's the only place to be right it's here the only right place now. to be right here right now yeah uh, I'm gonna just give a a, a soft opening <laughs> and then Becca's gonna follow it up uh, 
but we are we're we're going outside of our bounds and we're 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 challenging ourselves and we're asking ourselves to kind of like push the edge and so we are inviting a oh random guy right now <laughs> we're just inviting like one one guy random guy onto area man an area man <laughs> been chosen yep. chosen man to appear on the to show to appear on the show who knows uh, it doesn't who, matter to participate <laughs> to participate in Mansplaining Bohemia the game show please take a seat Becca do you want to do any introductions I'm just going to say please welcome Eric thank you. Eric thank you for yeah. being with us today thank you thanks uh, for having me yeah and I'm, I'm sorry that producer position you applied for didn't work out <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I I was really rooting for you, but Mm -hmm. management had other ideas. Yeah, and I never quite understood the offer to begin with. That's okay. Neither did I, honestly. (laughs) I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, I appreciate the fact that like you weren't going to be like producery about it. (laughs) You were never going to be producery about it, and like I understood that from the start, and that's really why we respect you and like thank you. And moving on. Well, I'm glad that I feel like the transition from potential producer position to random guy we know it was seamless it was smooth it was a good easy sort <laughs> like of we're like asking you to take area out all these man. roles and it yeah. must be really confusing for you but like thank you for just kind of rolling with it and uh, and <laughs> describe your favorite smell <laughs> you're just gonna go Describe or identify my favorite smell. Both and both and that's a um, improviser's answer. Prob a little bit. It's in my heart, guys. I can't both get and, it. Take yeah, me off the stage, but the stage remains in my heart. Feminist improviser. The both and, yeah, both, both and. and. So my favorite smell. Yeah, I think so. Describe it. Ooh. I think. Um, Something like coriander. Okay. Coriander. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> because it smells like lemon and pepper at the same time. Ooh. Excellent. Huh. It's like, I love this. <laughs> I you answered quickly. I mean so like far. You know that I would say it's right. a way of giving an explanation without really giving an explanation. No, that but we'll accept it. I feel like we'll I get. It. I mean, it's yeah. Like one sensory thing explained uh-huh. by two more sensory things like doesn't really seem like. Oh, it feels like the only way to describe something to me. <laughs> it feels like the absolute it's only honest. way to ever be able it's to understand honest. actually what's happening in the world is like this way. If you, it sounds this, and then you can feel the vibration. Very, it's very clever, you know. It like, is. It's honest. It's honest. Yep. All right. Well, I'm glad we started with that one because I'm starting in a very high, uh, open space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love it. And like, I think. What kind of what, do you, smell do you have... is a great place to begin. But okay, moving on to the game show. <laughs> I wanted to get to know the, our first random guy be, that has ever journey. fucking gotten <laughs> on like, our, the spiritual like, journey of RHB. It's like for two Bohemian housewives to realize that, like, at the end of the spiritual journey, you talk to a random guy. <laughs> it's like, uh huh. 
Okay, this is not. This is okay. It's not what we right. expected at all. Okay, it it isn't. Not Everything's changing and it's changing rapidly. Um, However, so Eric, so. there's certain people like in my experience who have thought a lot more about Bohemia than the average person, and like, and you feel like I feel like maybe Eric's one of those people, and he can maybe like um, talk about whether Bohemia is even possible anymore. Okay, so the question is: Is Bohemia Eric, even possible? Is Bohemia possible at this stage in the game of life? What do you think? I think barely, but if you had it, you wouldn't know what it was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. There were a right, lot right, of right, right, there right, were right. A lot of twists and turns in that. Yeah, very economy of words. Economy of words. That's what I was looking for before. Yeah. When I said brevity, it was economy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, all right. So, okay, so you're saying so it, it then becomes defined <laughs> by some force outside after the fact? Yeah, it's, Bohemia is narrated and like a thing happens like looking back. So, what happens when you look back? It's narrated. So, so you're imposing a story. Mm-hmm. So, Bohemia is always narrative. So, it's like have Bohemia, you have to narrate it in the process. And oh, I. A podcast that feels like a podcast to me. That feels super duper podcasty uh-huh. to me. Okay. okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, That's like an answer, but or others. The an- right. I mean, there's probably yeah. other answers. You're right. You're okay. right. Uh-huh. Okay, but uh-huh. but like, is there a time and a place? Yeah. Is there a scent to it? Like Bohemian to you, or a scent of Bohemia? Coriander does smell like Bohemia, I yeah, think, maybe. I think it's pretty good. I think coriander is the scent, the, the official scent of Bohemia. I do. I do. <laughs> um, so Bohemia is yeah. still possible? Yeah, I think it's still possible. It has to be possible. Uh, it's not likely at all. And, well, capitalism has, like, made Bohemia something it didn't used to be. And, like, it changes all the time, and we're, like, cycling over. That's pretty vague as an answer. But Bohemia is economic, and it's about, like, accepting human frailty and, like, making art mm-hmm. and being collective. But... We keep coming back to the colony idea. Yeah, the collective. Like, Bohemia, colony. Is, there is... Bohemia is a community. That's uh-huh. what we're... That's what we're remembering yeah. tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting really. because, like... We, our three male guests uh-huh. have talked about it being a, a collective community, mm-hmm. a colony, something like that. And I feel like that kind of conversation, at least in my head, like centers in, is like often in a female voice. Mm-hmm. And like, so to hear three gentlemen come on the cast and talk about community always makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. Always proven. Always again. I only. I've stood corrected once already, and I can't do it again. But no. I, <laughs> but there's no. But there's but no way anyone's but, gonna be right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Besides Lauren and me. Yes, <laughs> Becca and Lauren. That's where it's at. Um. Okay. All right. So, how do you participate in housewifery? 
And House for Three is what? Taking pleasure in everything that's necessary? Okay, and, like, define House for Three. And sweeping and like cleaning all the time. Or is it putting crystals in the moon, as Becca was uh-huh. reminding me, you know? Uh, yeah, and I, re- I later realized that I was like describing Bohemia, not House for Three, and then I understood the separation. Right. Mm-hmm. But all those things happen in the household, too. So actually, yeah. you know what? I take it back. Yeah, to like enforce some kind of like false dichotomy where there shouldn't be one is like just a, I like sort of feel, gross, yeah, gross move of mine. Like mm. it's, it's that um, I invented a punctuation symbol once called mm-hmm. the Anverse, mm-hmm. and it's an ampersand. Yeah, yeah, the S period, and I did it during my um, PhD qualifying exams because I was like trying to keep track of all these concepts and then like to just like oppose them one to one another in a binary way seemed like obviously wrong so I was like well how do I like write about how I'm thinking about these terms and so then I came up with the anverse because it was like it showed that like they were together but in tension right mm-hmm. and so now I realize it's bohemia and verse Housewifery. That's what we're dealing with. Oh, yeah. fuck oh. me. Big, big response from the crowd going on. Yeah, it was a very big response. I'm looking out at it. That was, I wasn't sure if everyone was going to follow me there, so thanks, guys. That was great. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Uh-huh. Okay. Thoughts? Because we have to bust it down. I didn't follow it. We yeah. <laughs> I was like so frustrated. I was like, oh, we got, I missed it. Yeah, we've got, yeah, uh-huh. we've got to bust down binary. Mm-hmm. That's the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like housewifery, the ways in which I engage in housewifery, as were just noted, are raising plants, taking care of the house, not cleaning the house, but like making the house look nice. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's not clean. But like, what's the squalor you were talking about earlier? This is it squalor? is not present is at the, the moment. Okay. No, no. This H- has feels. It been before? Oh my! Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. No. Austin and I want to interview Becca. You too. Wait, no. Not, not it in hasn't. the way you describe. No. Like uh, you know, like. Well, I, I just <laughs> do deeply. It's just like your house. Your house just looks like someone's house the day after they had a party or something. All the time. Every time. <laughs> Which is fun. <laughs> Which is fun. Makes sense. You know? It's real fun. I don't know. There's just things that happen that maybe I don't let anyone see. Maybe it gets really <laughs> crazy in here and I cleaned it all up before anyone comes back. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I mean... I can leave like a dish with like food, you know, lentil soup that isn't all gone, like out on my coffee table for a week. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's pretty wild. gnarly. That's I don't know. That's gross. There's mold and shit. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's fucking gross. And there's like next to it is some like gross ass ice cream container. Like, you know, literally, uh-huh. you can talk to me in the middle of J- January, February. Like, this place is fucking so, yes, yes. so what is bohemian about moldy food? No, I don't, no. I only, I don't know about that. I just feel like there's like, when I think about like La Boheme, it's like, that's, is that a part of what the mm-hmm. like thing uh, is that, 
I don't, I mean, this apartment isn't squalor, but I don't know. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings. Yeah, Bohemian smells. We haven't even really thought about it until this episode, but we're thinking about it a lot. I like, Icky I, I think stinks. Like smell, inky stinks. Bohemian, yeah. maybe. Stinky. Do the, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. patchouli is a bohemian smell yeah. at this point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I like coriander for it better. I really well, feel like that's the... about patchouli. Too obvious. It's too obvious. It's too <laughs> obvious. It just feels. I don't know. It feels too obvious. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna check in on any of the questions that we had. Yeah. Just to quickly. <laughs> um. all right i do want to talk about um a a couple things uh i understand that uh my Uh co-creator and co-host offered you a the position of producer right uh not i recall that two hours ago having not discussed it with me <laughs> we've already worked it out we worked it out earlier in the episode if you were listening no no you may have it's, heard us work it out and so I want to have an interview just to really find out I had to sadly decline <laughs> I think the application we worked it out though yeah well I was going to ask just a couple questions like what is your producing experience <laughs> <laughs> you already I liked your answer a lot yeah I, I don't produce <laughs> and we think and me and Becca actually in that moment once we heard from Eric saying it's that like, we felt like oh well then exactly you got the job exactly the kind of fresh vision we want to bring to <laughs> that's, this project that's what it is so it's funny I went from mad to enlightened like very right. quickly kind of yeah and you, I feel very like, exciting. Yeah, it is very exciting. <laughs> so we're gonna, we are finding subtle ways in which to kind of integrate some new vision, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like to try to rule with an iron fist uh, when the boys are on. <laughs> you, you like to rule with an iron fist when the boys are on. Mm-hmm. I have an iron fist and a subtle nervous system. And I have a subtle nervous. System. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. have an iron fist. I do. And a subtle nervous. It's system. me who does. I have an iron fist and a subtle nervous. I'm also allergic to tree nuts and stone fruit and you better run, you motherfucker. 